All right, dudes, put on your swimsuits. Finally, summer's on the horizon. I can't be the only one who's excited this much about it, right? Hey, don't mislead people. It's still early for swimming. You're definitely not the only one enjoying the warm weather already, though. People are outside, having a picnic, taking vitamin D for their bodies. There, see? It shouldn't be that early for some people to swim. Yeah, not that early if you want to get sick. Come on, it's warm enough already. Can't you hear all these birds singing, you know, see those green trees and the sweat on my forehead? If I should be happy that you're sweating, then I will be. But only if you remember to wear some deodorant. Ha ha. <laughs> okay, okay. I know you've been looking forward to it since your body functions like a solar panel. It does indeed. How about you? Hmm, I'm okay with the warm weather, but I should confess at some point, when it's really hot, you can't make me go out before 6 p.m. So, you prefer to be a night owl instead of enjoying the beach and the sea? Let's say I have to prefer this. Even my body doesn't react so well. I go red immediately. What's the point of stewing outside when you have an air conditioner at home? Well, then you don't have to worry about my topic today. It'll give you a nice air conditioning effect. Or maybe a freezer would be a better word to use. Hmm, I'm not sure what exactly you chose, but hey, I'm all ears. Okay, let me tell you how I first chose it. So, there's no doubt the sun is so crucial for living beings like me. And you. You know, lately I have this appetite of going to cold places with almost no proper sun. True that, Mr. Antarctica. Still waiting for them to call me back, by the way. Anyway, it made me think how I might survive without the sun. What would happen in the long term? Yeah, all this time we've been talking about unique species living all in darkness in caves and dark places in some parts of the world. Do you think we'd evolve into something else? Well, if we could survive, maybe. Today, I'll focus on this hypothetical situation and tell people what it would be like to live on Earth without the sun. Okay, let's hear that. Alright, so the sun is the closest star to our planet, and of course, our life exists thanks to it. Yeah, the sunbeams make it warm enough for organisms to develop and live on. Take plants, for example. They convert solar energy into chemical energy, and they produce oxygen for us. Yeah, that's why I'm one of those plant maniacs who adopt one when they go out. I'm in love with them. So now let's remember that nothing, literally nothing, in the universe can travel faster than light. So let's say if the sun disappeared, it would take about eight minutes for this good news to reach us. Why eight minutes exactly? Because the sun is eight light minutes away from the Earth. This is the distance that light can travel in a minute. I thought you knew this. I feel so strange that I'm the one giving all these scientific facts and not you. <laughs> I'm just waiting my turn. But to put it in a more solid example, if 65 million light years away, there were some advanced creatures with some powerful telescopes, they would be able to see dinosaurs, right? Exactly. They'd be watching Jurassic Park in real time. Anyway, after this escape, even the sun's gravitational pull on our planet would continue for eight minutes, though. So, does that mean it would continue orbiting? Yeah, and after this eight minutes, the Earth would fly in a straight line. Oops. I guess that's the point where the actual show starts. Hello, darkness, my old friend. You got it. So, in the beginning, it would all become very, very dark. We would only see a little bit of light thanks to the distant planets. Maybe it'd be enough to see around a little. Photosynthesis would stop. Say goodbye to your beautiful plants. Well, that means saying goodbye to the oxygen we breathe. Man, you really need to sort out your priorities. 
Actually, no. We'd have enough oxygen for at least a few more years. What if we were already experiencing the nighttime? At first, you wouldn't notice, but when the moon runs out of sunlight to reflect, you'd eventually understand it. Also, it would get colder instantly, which is actually a bigger problem. Yeah, it makes sense. How fast would it get colder? Okay, so the first week it would be about 32 degrees Fahrenheit. Hmm, it sounds doable with our winter jackets and fuel we have. True, but by the end of the first year without the sun, it would be so cold that the only way for us and other organisms to survive would be to go underground as deep as possible. Ah, that's the point where we get closer to the core of the Earth. Yeah, we'd have a better chance of surviving in the deeper areas. How about the oceans? Ah, well, the oceans would be, well, their surface would freeze. (laughs) And voila, the biggest ice skating rink in the world. I guess the one in Canada would be like a small dot near it. Yeah, but if you are an ice skater, think twice before jumping on it. It may not be as thick as you think. Is it because of the core again? They estimate the water below the frozen surface would be liquid for billions of years. It wouldn't freeze because the Earth's core would still be very hot. Would there be any other living beings? You also said organisms could survive too, right? Yeah, they'd survive much longer than humans, actually. You remember our Mariana Trench conversation? Of course. There were some creatures living in the utter darkness. Only the smallest creatures living in such places could survive, because they don't really need photosynthesis. They just convert heat into the energy they need. Ah, after all these things I've learned, I appreciate the sun more. Please don't leave a sun. So now do you appreciate it enough to go outside even before 6 p.m.? Maybe not yet. I've just checked it out when the sun is going to die, actually. Okay, how much time do we have left? They say around 5 billion years. Oh, so we're cool, no problem. I'll just say good luck with finding another star to all the living beings 5 billion years from now. So, I'll be giving you more information about the solar system and other planets just in case you need it later on to... What, like in 5 billion years? Or even before, who knows? Speaking of the sun, we've talked that it's 8 light minutes away from us, and in the astronomical unit, it's equal to a number around 93 million miles. Okay, I admit that when you say it in big numbers, it's more wow than saying 8 light minutes. Wait, I still haven't stolen the show from you. Speaking of numbers, NASA lost a spacecraft in 1999 due to an error in their unit conversion. Does it remind you of anything? Oh, yeah, that Air Canada plane. Those who listened to that episode will remember how they made a mistake with the unit conversion. (laughs) Foiled by the metric system. The plane ended up using all of its fuel halfway. You can listen to it in detail later on. Yeah, in this NASA version, half of the engineers were using the metric system and the other half were doing their calculations using the imperial system. (laughs) I wonder how much that cost. I don't really know, but it has to be a lot, because, as I found out, even a spacesuit costs around 12 million bucks. Yikes, that's pretty expensive. It's worth spending that much money, though, because it's protecting astronauts from the sun, space dust that travels faster than the speed of sound, and extreme weather conditions. Their helmets even have Velcro patches to help them when they itch. Okay, the lazy part of me was convinced to buy it already at the itching part. (laughs) You know, I've read some interviews with some astronauts on this itching issue, though. They were saying, you shake, rattle, and roll, baby. Nothing much else to do. At least we can say they're lucky, since they won't be stubbing their little toes. Yeah, give me those fluffy boots. 
Also, I heard that they grow taller. Yeah, but around 3%. It's because the lack of gravity causes the discs in their spine to expand. It's not a permanent thing, though. And so I guess when they get back to Earth and adjust to the gravity, they shrink back. Always. Let's move on with some visible stuff. Have you ever wondered why the sun and the moon appear almost the same size during a solar eclipse? I guess it has something to do with their position, right? I mean, they change and affect the sunlight reaching the Earth. I can't really tell properly, but it does look beautiful. You said it so well. Basically, the sun's diameter is about 400 times larger than the moon, and since it is also about 400 times further away from the Earth. So, when the moon passes between Earth and the sun during this eclipse, they're both seen as the same size. Well, that's convenient. When is the next solar eclipse, anyway? I'm pretty tempted to watch it. If I'm not wrong, the soonest one visible from the U.S. is going to happen in 2024. Oh, man, that's too far. Hey, beautiful things take time. But if you like, you can see the Andromeda galaxy with naked eyes. It won't be as big as a solar eclipse, but it is definitely a great thing to see since it's the closest neighbor to our Milky Way. I guess it should be visible in really dark places. Yeah, you should also be in the Northern Hemisphere. As one more beautiful and shiny thing, let me introduce you to the most expensive star ever found in 2004, Lucy. Huh, why is this Lucy so expensive? Because 90% of its mass crystallizes and the interior is made of carbon. That means it's the biggest diamond ever found. I'd say beautiful things take money, too. And imagine, it's a diamond mass bigger than the moon. Oh, I need to visit it to be rich as soon as possible. And why did they specifically call it Lucy? It's actually connected to the Beatles. Really? Yeah, Lucy in the sky with diamonds. <laughs> so they're said to be inspired from this song of the Beatles. I wonder if they got tangerine trees and marmalade skies there. <laughs> there couldn't be a better fit to name it. I'll play that song later on. For those who are looking for an alternative beautiful planet, there is a planet that looks exactly like Earth with its bright blue color. Okay, what's it called? It's something like HD blah blah. I didn't really write it down. There were some numbers in its name, but it may not be the best planet to live on, though. Why is that? Well, the wind travels at 5,400 miles per hour. It's like seven times the speed of sound, also. And it rains glass. Ouch. Okay, thanks, but no thanks. Well, if that's a better option for you, it's raining acid in Venus and also snowing there. Snowing? I thought Venus is the hottest planet in our solar system. True, but it's not like typical snow. It's snowing metals. Nice. I'll take Venus out from my future vacation list. Are you sure about that? You'd have more time there, since a year on Venus lasts longer than a day. Wait, how? <laughs> my mind stopped working, literally. Because it takes 243 Earth days for Venus to complete a rotation around its axis, but it takes 225 Earth days for the planet to orbit the sun. For a fast-paced person like me, it's definitely a no. Any other alternative planets? Well, let's take Jupiter this time. Have you ever noticed a giant red spot in Jupiter photos? Sure, yeah. Astronomers say that it's an ongoing storm that's been going on for centuries. Okay, yeah, I've checked it out. It looks really huge. It's even bigger than our planet. Uh, how are we ever going to find other planets to live on? Well, let's see. There are trillions of them. I guess NASA will keep us informed because they even have a planetary protection office just in case they discover life on other planets. 
Also, there's something called the Space Surveillance Network that keeps track of how much space junk orbits the Earth and who's responsible for them. Now, there are more than 309,000 rocket parts and inactive satellites orbiting the Earth at 17,500 miles per hour. Man, with this speed, for sure we'll be finding more and more things each day. Exactly. So I guess it's time for some flash news before we finish. Have you seen the image of the black hole right from the heart of our galaxy? Of course. That's insane. It reminds me of the Eye of Sauron from The Lord of the Rings. It looks pretty mysterious. For sure, there are so many other hidden mysteries in our galaxy. Yeah, if something new is found, we'll be definitely talking about it here as well. Eight ground control to Major Tom. What time is it? Major Tom to ground control. It's already seven. Shouldn't we go and enjoy the sun a little? Yeah, why not? I'm officially able to go outside now. We can grab something to drink. I think we've deserved a break after all these scientific facts. So, we hope you all enjoy the sun like we do. Stay warm, everyone. Ciao. Oh, man, now I've got that song in my head. Lucy in the sky with diamonds. Dunna, dunna.